G'day, welcome to another episode of Not For Discussion. My name's Alex Jenkins. And I'm Keisha Davies. On today's episode, we talk about keeping in touch with your elderly family members. And basically, yeah, you know, you want to just stay in touch with them and, and keep checking in on them and give, giving them a bit more of a, a positive reinforcement to... Don't give away the whole episode. Hang out. All right, well, I won't, sorry. What else are we talking about? We're talking about seeing a psychic and getting your life balance or direction in order to make sure you're doing all right. Yeah, and then um, we briefly discuss the relationship basics, so that's... Relationship basics. Yeah, we'll let them listen to the episode and find out. <laughs> all right, if you have any questions or concerns or some constructive feedback, note I said constructive, not just negative or this is shit, constructive feedback so you can send us a message on Instagram at notfor.discussion or you can send us an email at notfordiscussionpodcast at gmail.com Beauty. Thank you very much and thanks for listening. Right! This calls for immediate discussion! Um, so... Are you well? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Okay, good. I'm ticking along. Mm-hmm. Um, how's life for you? How you been since the last time we had our chat? Yeah. Um, my life, always good. Yes? Always good. Um, I actually, uh, it sounds like such a shit injury, but I actually hurt my back like a couple of weeks ago. It's not a shit injury. Back's know, a very um, yeah, core essential. part of our movement. I know, yeah. But like when you try and explain it to someone, you're like, oh, I've hurt me back. Like, well, I don't say it like that, but like, you know, hurt me back. Yeah. Now, it's like hurt, um, if you say I've hurt my back, it's like you can't see that. It's like not, I've not cut my arm off, you know, like. Yeah, okay. Well, you could, yeah. What I mean. Yeah. yeah. It's like being very, sick though, isn't it? Yeah. So. I'm sick. Yeah. Are you though? You don't look sick. Well. Fully sick. I'm inside. Or oh, you don't sound sick. I remember the amount of times that like, I think I've had a, a boss said that to me once, like this was years and years ago. I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I can't come in today. I'm sick. And he goes, oh, you don't sound sick. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I've got the shits. So you want me to call you back? Yeah. And I'll sound sick, even though that's not where I'm from. So, yeah. you know, like, like you say, explosive diarrhea is always like, they don't ask questions. Like if you call your boss and you're like, hey, man, can't come in today. I've got explosive yeah, diarrhea. Oh, you don't sound like you've got it. I'll call you back in five minutes. <laughs> Want to come with me? Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Funny, because the same boss said the same thing when I had that happen to me, that situation. Explosive diarrhea. Well, I don't know if it was explosive as such, but I like had to go to the toilet and I was at TAFE the day that I was actually had quite sick and I had another mate who was another apprentice at the time. Um, and I go, you can ask... Uh, Daniel, he like he was in class. He goes, "Oh, what? Do you go to the toilet with you?" And I was like, "No," but like he knew I was going to the toilet. I don't know. Like that seems sounds like such a hard work to like work for that boss. Oh, look, he was just of the old school mindset. He's not. Kicking. He was actually a really good boss. He was a good dude, but um, he's not uh, alive anymore. Oh, um, R.I.P. Yeah, but he was like I said, he was a good dude. You know what sucks is that he died. Um, I think he died of a heart attack, and then that same day, son died of a heart attack. His son. Yeah, who was actually I was good mates with as well. Like, 
It's That's crazy. So that we had a double oh. funeral to go to. Yeah, it was gnarly. Not gnarly. No. Gnarly? Yeah, like in a, gnarly. like gnarly is like it's heavy. You yeah, know? heavy. Yeah. Sorry, I always associate gnarly with like cool. The, the yeah, the turtle on Finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. It's a school bus. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh no, school bus was a stingray, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, I can't crush, remember. Crush, crush. Yeah, okay. Gnarly dude, you know, yeah. which I would imagine that that would not have been gnarly. Nah, well, no. Nah. But yeah, so that was pretty, it was, yeah, it was random. So like, yeah, so That's Frank, what? Frank was his son's name. It was like, uh, and Claude was the boss's name. That is so horrible. Yeah. Just, was um, the wife slash mother still alive? Yep. That poor lady. Yeah, I know, right? Oh my god. So he, so yeah, I can't remember how it happened exactly. Claude. Claude was having issues already. He's always had issues with like weight and stuff like that. Like, but he was like obese, I would say. Um, and yeah, I think you know, good dude, good heart. Um, a good metaphorical heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just um, and then and same as Frank, same sort of thing. Like that always, you know, battle weight, trying like always dieting here and there and stuff like that. But. Yeah, one day it kind of just got the better of him, and and because Frank, so Claude was my boss, and Frank worked with us as well. So yeah. he was he'd done his trade, and then ended up being like the the delivery like truck driver for the company that we worked at. So they would see each other every day, work with each other, all this sort of stuff, and they had a really good relationship. And yeah, you got to think when that you hear stories like that, like, uh, did they their energy like just know that the other one was gonna. Go, well, I th- like- so one was in hospital and I think he died and and, uh, and then because Frank was in there visiting him all the time and then later that day he was just gutted obviously so people like you know it's kind of it's it's quite romantic us romantic yeah in the sense of like he died from a broken heart you know like yeah because that is that is a thing yeah, yeah. like you hear about people that are like quite old mm. and they they, they die with their, their partner, partner, yeah, and then they're like within. A couple well, because I guess almost that's like their like their purpose for living is gone. Yeah, you know. Because when you get to that age, like, you know. You know what? So, kind of a bit of a segue, unplanned I segue. Segue every single time, and I always think of the people riding <laughs> on the scooters with the with the wheels. Yeah, and, you yeah. You know the stand up things. Yeah, no, it's not quite as awkward as them. Um, but so I discovered a new. It's not. I don't think it's quite new, but it's called. Um, it's called. Old people's home for four-year-olds. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I watched oh. that last night. I definitely cried. Did you? Oh yeah, I was so happy. But like, it was like sad, happy, and you know, mm-hmm. like, and it was just nice to see. It, I cried probably more on the side of like, for the older people because yeah. I've worked so you know my trade is air conditioning and refrigeration. So I would do aircon and some of the companies I've worked for. We have to go look after old people's homes yeah. and stuff like that. And you walk into the, if anyone hasn't been into any of those places, they are depressing. And yeah. I would specifically like my I got my grandfather. He's the only one I've got left now. He has sworn that the only way he's coming out of his house is in a box. Yeah. Like you know, so he dies in the house because. Mm. And I've been to and I try and visit him as much as I can and I encourage anyone to go and visit their grandparents as much as they can because you, they sit at home and they do fuck all. You encourage me to go and see your grandparents. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, because 
Well, because like if, okay, so people think that they're going to go to an old people's home because they're going to hang out and they'll have that sense of community. They do not. For yeah. the majority, I'm not saying all of them, but a majority, you walk around, like if anyone's been in there and actually rather than go and visit your grandparents or grandparent or whoever's in there, just have a walk around, have a look. Some people sit in their rooms and they don't come out because they're like, fuck that, like I don't want to go talk to these people. I've got nothing mm-hmm. in common because it's scary. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and they'll sit and some people like, they don't have their own, there's no self sense of independence anymore because yeah. people cook their meals for them. They come out at mealtime or people get their meals taken to them in their room where they don't leave because they're like, well, I don't want to go and socialize with these people because they've got hearing issues or sight issues or mobility issues. So this, it's a rapid decline and that's yeah. like essentially their purpose is taken away from them because they don't have to do anything anymore really except live. You know, they're just alive. Yeah. And, and one of the ladies on this show um, said, you know, with all modern medicine now, it enables our uh, life expectancy to be longer. But, you know, what's... You really want it to be. Well, but, yeah. Why, like, yeah. So what's the point of having... Um, what is she... I can't... Now I'm going to mess up what she said, but I'd not heard it before, but it made total sense. And, you know, you've heard sort of things like this. And a lot of people, like, you know, when we're our age... Um, will say, oh, I only want to get, you hear people say, I only want to get to 70 or something. Yeah. Like because people say they want to only get to that because they see when people get older and there's no, quality, not always, the but word, there's the point life, of what, quality of life, right? Yeah. What's the point of, of having... Quality of life, quantity of life when you don't have quality of life. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I agree. Like, I've only, um, for, like, I don't have any grandparents left, but by my nan... Um, she, like when she passed away, that was in an aged care facility, Mm. but that was, she wasn't necessarily forced into that. It was just that the country town that I'm from didn't have the capability of having high housing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, looking at even like at home care, care. like they had low care. So that was like a lodge, like a live in facility. Mm. They still had their own rooms. They got, um, food cooked for them, Mm. but they didn't get, um, it was. It's hard to explain because, basically, in the well, because country, she's not so much independent anymore, right? So there'll be less care available. No, but I mean, like, you, like you say, low care. Yeah. So low care in the country is different to low care in the city. How come? Ah, uh, just the way that, the, like, it depends on whatever like local government provide for that. Like okay. so, um, it's you know if they try and encourage more people to have a low care will um, cost more for like the nurses aged care facility like that's part of what's going on with this election as well because they yeah. want to encourage more paying like a lot of people want to get aged care pay aged care workers to be paid more yes which i think is fair is, is fair yeah. because they it's a lot first of all it's a lot of responsibility second of all if you have higher paid um, care workers in those environments there's going to be less of the um, like they're going to be more sought after jobs and people mm, so that people are, are going to want to work for yeah, them, yeah and there's going to be people that are in there that are actually really do care and they don't hopefully to, hopefully not saying that people that work in aged care now don't do that but there is some people that um, like they might just do it to get their first bit of their nursing degree mm. and then they're moving straight yeah, on. And yeah. there's, there is they're doing it because they have to do it. Yeah, yeah, rather than they really want to do it. Yeah. I know it's sad, but it's also very rewarding. The thing, I think 
I want, and I mean, I don't know how all of that sort of like the payment plans and everything work and how expensive the nurses are. I know that I don't think they get paid for the, from what I am aware of. I think it's probably like mid thirties an hour. Mm. Uh, and when people can go and work in a bar or a hospitality for essentially the same price or more, mm. so it might not even be mid thirties, might be mid twenties. Um, like then that, huh? Should I look it up? We can do. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so if it's that much, then it's like, oh, man. And then, but I think the problem is as well is that, you know, you get so many people that do their job. Let's say they get paid more, which is fine. But then it, people will always get paid. People who get paid more come to a point where they expect it as well. So I think everyone would probably be pretty guilty of that. It says 50 to 60. Yeah. Year. So 50 to 60 grand a year. You can get that base level like admin job. Yep. Yep. And you don't have to deal with, it's going to like looking after someone's like, yeah, dealing with someone like either, well, could be not just cleaning up their toiletry issues, um, but it would be, you know, dealing with, you you get people who've got dementia and all that sort of stuff and they'll scratch and bite and kick and try and root each other and all that sort of stuff, which sounds silly, but like I know that old people who have got dementia will walk around and try and grab you and like guys, old men and stuff like that. Mm. And it's, it's not, I don't think it's any through any necessarily, necessarily it's not through the fault of their own. They're just not the full chicken and chips anymore. I think um, I've always thought of it like, well, this might be a very common saying, but like you go from being a child to the adult and then back to a child. Yeah, like yep, your brain, yep. That's how your brain kind yep, of works. Yep. So you have to imagine that you're there, like, you know. Mm. Well, and I think old. then once, and like I see it with my pop now, I try and visit him all the time, or not all the time, but as much as I can. Like mm. I work away, so when I'm away, I obviously can't visit him when I come home. If I can do it at least once a week, it's pretty good. Um, you wouldn't have been able to this time. Obviously. Nah, nah, this time I couldn't because um, I was sick, but that's all right. I'll, um, I'll go visit him in the next couple of days. But uh, I think you see people, and, you know, I'll have a conversation with them. Like, How are you doing, mate? Oh, pretty good. And like he's deaf in one ear, like completely deaf, and he's only got one good ear, which is still shit. Um, <laughs> And like you could see, I'll say something to him and I'll ask him a question and he'll be like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, no, no, that's not. Like. Answer me. And then I'm like, he was asking you a question. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh my God. But yeah. so it's tough. But then so going back to the show, which got us onto this conversation, oh, yeah. the, um, uh, what is it? Old people's home for four year olds. Mm. Uh, it actually, and it's sort of, it's an experiment to, uh, I think it's, so it's on both sides, right? So. It's to see how the young kids get that intergenerational um, rapport, I suppose. Uh, And then for the older people, because they're in a nursing home and you see a few of them, they've got depression. So it says, and one of the statistics on this was 10% of elderly people who are living at home or in the community have depression, 10%. Mm, But when they go into a Home. home, it turns into at least 50%. Yeah. Because they, like I said, they go in there and and other, and I understand that the average person thinks, oh well, I don't have time to go and visit my dad or mum, you know, the grandparents yeah. anymore. So I'll, if I put them in there, they'll be safer if they hurt themselves and they fall down or something, which mm. is one hundred percent understandable and it's a fair thing to do. Bugger. Um. So 
when that happens, then, you know, it's like you got to try and think, uh, if you can try and organize someone to to go, you can go at home care, you know, like yeah. Silver Chain. I, I don't know what the plans are. I'm sure it's not super cheap and I know that not everyone's going to be in a financial position to be able to do that. I think that like that type of thing should, obviously I don't know how it works really either. Like I know that there's where my nan was, we, like she paid for part of the, where she was. Yes, yeah. Um, it's expensive. Yeah, very expensive. Um, but I know, I, I think that that, a lot of these people have spent their whole lives, probably, especially now at this day and age, like since they were like probably 13. Like people that are around 90 now probably started work at about oh, so 13, you, 14. Yeah, yeah. Whenever they started paying tax, probably then. <laughs> um, and yeah, like that should kind of go back and start helping them pay for their care. Like it should be more of a... I think, well now I guess because we've got that aging population, right? And that's all like baby boomers and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. now, which is like, that's, I think that's our parents. Is it? I can't, I can't really... Because that would have been, yeah. So the baby boomers are the people who... Um, like our parents age because everyone would have come back from the war mm. and had sex and then kids so and that was in the what the last world war was 1945 mm. sex and kids i think so yeah from i don't know from all the documentaries i've seen <laughs> yeah well, uh, i don't know how uh, they old make. people <laughs> old people's home yeah. yeah yeah that's what they said yeah so um but yeah so this sorry so the experiment is to encourage uh, kids to have that intergenerational experience and growth uh, and then but then on the other side of the coin is the old people because then they've got um, which could be quite scary for anyone really having toddlers mm. um, like, and a group I think it was about 10 of them or so um, and then there's 10 elderly I think they're pretty evenly matched there might be more toddlers I'm, I can't remember but Are you saying toddlers like four-year-olds? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're four years yeah. old. Yeah, but, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and Sorry, in my head, I think toddler, I think two, max. Ah, well. Oldest. No, because under, anything under that is still, I would say, a baby. Because they're only starting to walk around one. Mm. So, and then they're toddling. Toddling along. Yeah. So, I still toddle. Yeah, they're still so, a toddler. Still oh, a toddler. children, you know, whatever. Um... <laughs> And um, and then so the older people are encouraged in a roundabout way because if it's obviously if it's someone who's our age like a, an adult, mm. they'll dismiss it because they're like, oh, you're just young, you don't understand mm. what it's like to be me and old and I can't yeah. see or I can't hear or anything like that. But then with the kids doing it, they're like, come on, because they don't understand old, right? Yeah. So they understand what an old person is, so to speak, yeah. physically, yeah. but they don't understand, you know what they can and can't do. Yeah, that's so, they're, so smart. So they're doing, they're encouraging the older people to, they're like, come on, come for a walk, come, we're on treasure yeah. hunting. And it's crazy to see it. And then and then you see some of the older people's like, their reactions. Some of them, at the very start, they're like, not yeah. excited about this, I'm not excited about that. Oh, we'll see what happens, whatever. And then you see, with, once they get that interaction, their whole demeanor changes. Yeah. And that's like, why. You know, like it got me all teary because I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Like yeah. it's such a good experiment. And then so, and then the the 
consequence, let's say, but not in a negative, like a, a good outcome from that is to, um, it gets the older people up and moving. So essentially it's building strength, yeah. like physical strength and mental awareness so because it gets their brain working again and, and communication. And another side effect from it, which was they started talking to each other. Like the older people started to have, oh, then now good. they start yeah. to get that common ground and common... They have things to talk about Correct. rather than yeah. like way back when. Yeah, and they're yeah, doing it. So they do the, the experiment goes for seven weeks. I'm only on, I think I just started episode two, but I was like, I can't do it anymore. It's like they're hour long episodes, <laughs> but I, like, I stopped. I couldn't start keep watching episode two because I was like, I'm going to cry again. Like, yeah, oh, that's beautiful. But it was really I nice. I really want to watch it now. Yeah, it's cool. I think I have watched like bits and pieces of... It when it was on actual TV. Not, mm. Is it on Netflix now? No, it's on ABC iView. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. So um, I thought that was that was really interesting. Yeah, um, that is interesting. Mm. That's beautiful. I can't <laughs> wait to watch it. It's yeah. I've not been really watching anything. That it was that like I sit. I think I sat there glued to the TV for like the whole hour with a massive smile across my face. Like just like catch myself smiling. It was just really nice to see. And then, like I said, it made me appreciate going and seeing my granddad yeah. now. And I'm like, even because I'm, again, you know, I try and be like, how are you? Oh, yeah, pretty good. What are you doing today? Oh, not much. Like, his conversation yeah. is shit. And, but I need to draw, like, it's, and that's on a base level. Mm. But you need to draw a conversation out. Like, I'll ask him, he's old, what he used to do, where his fishing spots were and all that sort of stuff. And he hasn't yeah. been fishing in 40 years. Yeah. But, um, which is still amazing because, like, you can still, like be with him in his physical yeah, body yeah 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 and you just that's why i say you know people and people don't make time like, i've got no time go you only have to go make for an time. hour make yeah. time. it's your family you know like and this is it's still a person like i you know when i talk to you about um you know sometimes i get a bit upset because i feel like i'm out of like it's not always the case but you know sometimes i get upset because i feel like i'm the only one out of my mates, not out of my mates, but um, is like only making plans. Like if I didn't make mm -hmm. plans to do yeah. something, we wouldn't do anything. And this yeah. is not, like I said, this is not all the time and I understand that I work away. So people will do something when I'm away and then by the time I get back, they're like, oh, I want to have a chill weekend. And I'm things, like, yeah. yeah, well, they just want to relax. And I'm like, which is fair. And I don't get upset at them for that. So it's just more of like the situation I get upset at. I don't get upset at anyone personally. Mm-hmm. Um, um but yeah so it's that were you getting at like priorities there like kind of like make make time to go see your grandparents yeah because they're still make a person like if you there. put yourself in their situation like they're not just the, like they're literally sitting at home or wherever they are yeah doing nothing not interacting with them they might watch tv but fuck man so much often... tv you can watch yeah right and that's a, yeah. like, you know we talk about that and like i guess recently and still now like you know, when people have to, when people are talking about isolating or they get sick and they can't do anything, you yeah. watch TV and you're like, oh my God, I I've cannot. Had enough of this, yeah, yeah, like maybe for me personally, it's like. It was me when I hurt my a, back. A couple of hours is like tops I can do. And I'm like, oh, this is getting to my head. Like a movie yeah. is I one can't thing. I movie, man. I just sit there and I'm like. Yeah, but you're ADD. <laughs> like proper like, ADD. <laughs> try and like sit there for like longer than like 20 minutes. I'm like. Think I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I better go for a walk to the kitchen. Yeah. Or like 
It's okay, run. Are you, I'll bet you're one of those people that watches <laughs> a movie and asks someone else what they're doing as well. Yeah, I do 100% yeah. of the time. And you're like, I'm literally, the We're other person would just be like, movie. yeah, I've been watching the same amount of time you have. <laughs> is that, or I'm like, is that such and such character? And they're like, I don't know yet. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm the worst person to watch movies with. But, but that's um, yeah, so that, I guess that, again, it kind of goes back to, um, to, you know, make time for your family and, and make time for everyone. Make time, and them. make time for yourself. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's a good one. Um, but, well, and I think that's a good thing. Like that's a good deed. You're kind of killing two birds with one stone there, without being violent. Um, Not and you know, yeah, you are uh, you're going and making time for yourself and seeing a family member. Or you feel good about yourself. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's nice. You know, and like go take them a coffee or. And I understand that you can't always. Um, it's funny, I would get shitty at my granddad because I'm like, all right, we'll go, what do you got on? Oh, we'll go get breakfast today or tomorrow, or go get lunch or something. He's like, oh, I can't, I've got too much on. And I'm what? like, what do you have? And he's like, oh, well, Silver Chain is coming at eight and then uh, the shower lady's coming at nine and then someone else is coming at 10. And I'm like, okay, then what? Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've got plenty, you've got another... 12 hours in the rest of the day or like yeah. maybe let's say he goes to bed early so it might be you know like 10 hours he might go to bed the same time as me yeah yeah 6 o'clock 4 p.m <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, just because it's been cold yeah but you know take them and you know they can't always i understand they can't always go out because simple things that we would take for granted like going to the toilet yeah it doesn't happen like they'll go to the toilet they and not to... even know about it yeah so yeah, yeah. I understand and I, that took me a little while to get my head around and to understand. So now I'll just go around there and encourage him to go outside or... Take him some croissants. Yeah, take croissants or a coffee or whatever. Like, you know, um, I took him lunch the other day from and like it was a, just a good chicken wrap and he was like, wow, yeah. delicious. <laughs> like frother, couldn't, he wouldn't shut up about how good it tasted. And I was like, all right, man, no worries, whatever. Classic chicken wrap. Yeah. Yeah, so. good. Hey, Treat him from Brighton Road next yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Not sponsored. Not, not at all. But could be. Could be. Uh, if you want. <laughs> Brighton Road, the road, actual road. Yeah, the whole City of Stealing. Um, if you're listening. I was, something I was going to say about um, grandparents is, I guess, here we go, segway. Oh, riding our little. Yeah, riding our yeah, okay. segways. Riding our segways into the next. Um, I don't time. know if this is true, but I feel like the, uh, the guy who invented the segway died because he was testing an off-road segway and <laughs> rode it off a cliff. Is that fact? Can we fact check that, please, production team? All right, we'll fact check it. Yeah, they're they're on to we'll, it. Yeah, our production we'll team. Come back to us. <laughs> um, um, so like I said earlier, mm. um, that I I very much appreciated time that I did spend with my grandparents, but I don't have any grandparents anymore. Yeah. When I went to the psychic medium a couple of, um, well, probably about a month ago now. Yeah. Um, I had. Some of them there, they were there. Oh, your family members? Uh, yeah, my grandparents. Yeah? They were there, yep. That's what the psychic lovely. said? The psychic, yeah. Because you believe that sort of stuff, don't you? Yeah, without doubt. Yeah? Yep, I believe like, I believe a lot of things. Yeah. I believe in like um, the energy of the universe. And yeah, like, yeah. How like you can talk, well, there's definitely people that can see spirits and otherwise how would they know the stuff that they know? Well, especially, and exactly this lady, like, she knew a lot. I was talking to my sister-in-law my sister -in -law the other day, and she went and saw a psychic, this is ages ago, 
And it was weird. It was just like someone... Do you remember the shed? Like the pub? Of course I know. I got kicked out of that many a time. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so she too. went to a psychic. They went... And like they were just there. It was like just someone out in the backyard or whatever it was. I don't know. At the shed? Uh, yeah, I think so. It was just someone there. I can't remember the exact story. But anyway, she went and saw this person. And she did it with another one of my brother's mate's wives. So one of her mates. And... Um, they went early because they wanted to make sure they remembered it all and they weren't too pissed or anything like that. Good. And um, she went there and then apparently this lady was telling her all these things about her and her mate was like, do you want me to leave you? Like, this is heavy. Like, yeah, heavy. So she was, so it, was, she, it rattled her a bit, I think, because I don't think she was really, like, like most people, I suppose, aren't much of a believer. I would say they're a bit, probably a bit more skeptical than... You know, I think everyone's maybe. a skeptic in their own right. Like, yeah. like you, you're going to be Because it's something that's like, you can't believe it. Until, like, so many people are, you, they don't believe it unless they see it. But this yeah. is something you kind of have to believe to see, I suppose. Yeah, I think, especially, well, especially with this type of thing, like, I think there's a aspect of everyone that really wants to believe it and wants, but then there's also the aspect that are scared of it. Like, they're like, oh, oh, that's, if good, like, if I can talk to spirits, then other things that are scary what did you find was your experience with it um i've been to psychics before and um you take it's 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 tangible i guess Mm -hmm. like it's like whatever is said it doesn't necessarily have to be like the truth of your future like you can change whatever it is kind of thing Okay. If that makes sense, because they'll they'll give you like if yeah, you're yeah, headed yeah. on this path or if you're doing blah blah blah. Yeah. So um, my experience with this particular one, the most recent one, was really good. I went just because I feel like I was feeling a bit lost, I guess, and okay. I think I've mentioned that yeah. before. Um, when I lost how just didn't like I didn't really know didn't really know like what direction my next your direction stuff, kind yeah. of thing was. Um, but my, when I um, went there, she spoke to me about like, just like, well, she, it's really hard to explain. Okay, so she had like a list mm-hmm. and I wasn't talking, I was just shuffling some cards that she'd given me. She had a list and she explained to me that um, there was, my my grandparents were there, not all of them, my, my nan wasn't, but like, mm-hmm my grandparents were there and then she described a few other people that were there in detail mm-hmm. and then um i said yep that's this one that this is their name this is their name this is their name and they they she had the list of names and they were written down yeah oh, so she'd written these names she'd written down their independently names prior, yeah prior to when prior to me explaining who they were but she, you were in the room when she was writing them down or she yeah. already written them down so before i was shuffling the cards she yeah. wrote a heap of stuff on the piece of paper okay and then we started talking about it okay and when we started talking about it, she was like, what was your granddad's name? What was your... Um, and then each and then time you name each someone. Each time I name somebody, she'd link that to the name that was already pre-written on the list. Yeah, okay. So she was writing, writing that, writing, she was writing their exact name down. And okay. Then, like, it was just how she'd linked it. Yeah. Um, and then um, she had um, one of my... Like, oh, she, and then she had, like, described... A couple of people that, that have passed in my life, and then those names were also in there. Mm. Um, she mentioned that um, one of my 
good friends' grandmothers were there, mm-hmm. and um, it was one of my good girl mates. And I was like trying to think who it was, and then eventually I said like one of my good friends. And then when I texted her after, she was like, "That is so weird that you've just asked that because I was literally thinking about this this morning, and like thinking about like her nana." That, I feel that like morning. everyone could relate to that in a roundabout way of... Um, it's a skeptic side coming out here. Well, in the sense of like, you know, when someone texts someone, you go, oh, hey man, what's going on? And you're like, fuck, I was just thinking about you. Or I, you know, I've had it happen where I've called energy. someone. Yeah, but you called someone, that's what I mean. Like, so this is what you said, the energy, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. you go to pick up and you call someone and they go, fuck off, I was just texting you. Or yeah. I was just, like, I literally, I've, like I've had it happen a mate called me and I was like, about to press his number to call him or whoever it was. Yeah. So I'm like, and it's like really odd timing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's because like... And I feel like that sort of stuff, it's like... It's weird because it's like a massive coincidence. But there's got to be something behind it. Yeah, that... Well, you're thinking about them. This is what I believe anyway. You're thinking about them so in like one way or another, whether it's like yourself, your physical self or your higher self, is like also thinking about them, mm. which then can transmit a message to their higher self. I know this is going to sound so silly, but like to some people, but anyway, some people will believe it, some people don't. And then that then is going to make them think about you. Like that's why a lot of people think that telepathy is bullshit and some people think that it's like very much... Is telepathy... Where you can read each other's... Like when you can... Thoughts. Yeah, when you can... But there's a lot to it. Like you have to be accepting of it. Mm. Like, so obviously say you want to call me and I'm thinking also, I'm like, oh yeah, your name just like kind of popped into my head. I'm like, oh yeah, I better call him. Mm. Like that type of thing that I believe is like the energy you're putting out, the energy you get in return. So mm. that's very accepted by like, obviously you're not going to be like, say I'm trying to think of like my ex-boyfriend in England or something like that. And I'm like thinking about him, like he's not accepting of my energy. No. So he's never going to be like, yeah, thinking yeah. of me so what are your so would you encourage people to go and like and obviously like we said it's it's not for it's not for everyone but would you encourage people to go and see these people or like you know on a constant term or is it more of like you know more of a, a guidance thing because I mean you could see, some people may not want to do that but they might want to go see a life coach or a counsellor or a psychologist or something you know if they're because you went and saw this person because like you said, you needed a bit of, or you felt like you needed a bit of direction because you were a bit lost. I have been on a bit of like journey, obviously, like journey trying to like kind of think about what I really want in life anyway. This was just part of that. Mm. Um, well, I feel like a lot of people would have that, especially, you know, when they're coming towards maybe like going through like mid to late 20s, early 30s. Mm. That's kind of where people start to, it's almost like a bit of a cycle where, you know, um, it pr- maybe let's say every 10 years, people might do that. I feel like that's a pretty common thing. And it's probably not as, people aren't as open and, and ha- talk about it too often. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people have that same Mentality, sense of thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think especially over the last like couple of years, it's kind of made me realise that, um, I'm here only like you know this is my one kind of mm, well not life. necessarily my one life but mm. this is 
my one life as me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to take it like literally like bull by the horns or whatever yeah. it is whatever that's saying I don't actually know what the saying Ta- is take all the bull by the horns take the bull by the horns yeah yeah, yeah. and and um, and actually live it the way that I want to live it because I've spent a lot of time especially in the life there's lots of time in my life that I've been so worried about what other people think and like it's just a slow obviously everyone to an extent is going to think about what other people are thinking but yeah. it's controlling those thoughts mm-hmm. like I need to love myself I need to be my own best friend and figuring that out I've kind of realized that I want to learn more about like everyone else and how everyone else and then event like how everyone else thinks and works and that type of stuff so I think going to see the psychic was just I just needed a little bit of confirmation that I was on the right path mm-hmm. I think so and that I could do things with do you think those like seeing that sort of person is like a yes it's a personal journey and message i suppose um but would you say that like you know would you share your experience with other people and say oh this is what i saw this is what she said to me and this is you know I'm, i want to go on this path and this is how it kind of did you come out of that what i'm getting to is like did you come out of that with that sense of uh, confirmation that you were on the right path like how did she put it that you were doing the right thing um, well I right guess, thing by you I guess probably two points like for for what you had said before about like the cycle of 30 years or like you know you get to around late 20s to 30 um, and you kind of understand that you want to do something different or whatever. Mm, mm. I think that that is definitely like, as you grow and as you experience life, you see things and you're like, "Mm, I don't really necessarily want to be around that type of thing anymore. And Mm. that's, that's kind of where it was at for me because once I started to understand like more about politics and more about um, like doing, like doing the right thing and like the energy you put out. Like for you, because that's the thing you use, like when you say politics, essentially that would, you know, we had a conversation today about, you know, it's, it's about, it's this time of year, or this time of election time over here in, in Australia. And, and you were talking about, you kind of briefly ran me through how the voting system works. And I'm, you know, I'm 37, I turned 38 this year. So, and I still, through my own fault, I guess, I don't understand the voting system the way it should be done. And I'm, and as we both discussed, mm. we could guarantee as a general knowledge thing, a majority of the people won't. They'll be yeah. like, oh yeah, you vote for this person, this person, this person. You're like, well, it's yes, I understand that it's not quite simple like that, but I also didn't understand how the structure of it works, you know, yeah. how each person gets their vote. So then when you say you understand politics, is that because you're understanding how, what you want out of life now, and, and then you go, okay, well, this is what I want. Let's say I want more healthcare or I want more mental health or something. So then you're like, oh, okay, well, the politicians are in that position to allocate more money to seniors' homes or to Mm. senior healthcare and to my mental healthcare or to, you know, whatever. So then you start to understand politics because you're like, well, this is what I want. How can I vote this person in to put that say because I agree with what they're trying to do? Yeah. um, Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense, but that's not really what I meant by politics. I'm more meant around like, like um lifestyle politics so like the politics like that you um are interacting with and on a day-to-day basis so like 
like how friends, some friend groups are political and some companies oh, are political. Yeah. Like it's hard to like, you know, you have that hierarchy of control within a friend group. Yeah, you yeah. have that hierarchy within a company and like it's a back and forth argument, like that type of stuff. When I understand and I'm, I've become more aware of that, especially in like a, um, a top-down company, mm. it's harder to agree with a lot of things that... Uh, like, like, I'm very thankful for my job. I'm very thankful for like, like who I work for. But I can see, especially in some other companies, like that it's very much working for the man type of mentality. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's hard to give people like reassurance that I think that they're doing the right thing, like staying at that company if they don't actually enjoy the work, like. If you don't like what you're doing, don't do it. Like, don't like money comes and goes, mm. and Which that's is... where I was kind of at with the the psychic thing because I was like, well, like, I love my trade, but have I done it for long enough? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I love I love that I have that trade. I love that I've got that like environment where I've grown up and I've grown up in a male dominated industry because it's given me like a bit more resilience and it's given me that experience but at the end of the day like is this really what I want to be doing in another 30 years time well I guess is um I guess it depends on it can depend on the work environment that you've been involved and what type of work because you're an electrician by trade Mm. so and there's so many aspects of of electrical work yeah. to do so and obviously like it's hard because you your your views of being an electrician are, are going to be mainly molded by the work that you've done and the people you've worked with yeah and i know that that's like i'm just thankful that i did get a trade mm. because i can come back like say i didn't want to do it forever i can always come back to it but I, it's not. It was more just the fact that I needed a little bit of confirmation that I was on the right path where I am, and that this is I, why I went to psychic. Mm. Um, was on the right path where I am and what I'm doing, and then also, um, just it's nice sometimes to have reassurance, and it, it was from the an outside source. So mm. they like my my grandparents being there and communicating with the psychic. Um, and some of this stuff that they were communicating, like there was, there's no one that knew it, no one. Yeah. So what the so psychic I, told you? Psychic told was me was things that no one else wouldn't. She wouldn't be able to know about me just by looking at me. Yeah, yeah. Or like just by doing a Google search. Yeah, like yeah. There's, there's, there was stuff that like now I, I, and I know this might sound crazy to some people, but like now I like talk to, if I feel like somebody's around, I'm like, hey. Do you like, think? I've talked to without them. without um, taking away from that, do you think like you say you say oh that might sound crazy because are you say so you talk to your grandparents now like if I feel like they're around yeah okay like, do you think that that is um, again like I said not taking away that experience with the psychic and that energy I guess that you feel do you think that could be a mental which is definitely not a bad thing because it's obviously nice because it's your thoughts so it's your and no one else can take it away and experience what you're thinking or whatever because it's all individually based. But do you think that's because you're in your head, you're like, oh, I'm, um, 
uh, like bringing to that, like I'm manifesting that energy and my grandparents are now here and talking to them. Um, As in like, so it's like, without saying it's an imaginary thing, Well, it's not, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? If you, so say, say you do, you do want to know if it is something like you just ask them to give you a sign. Yeah. Okay. And you'll know the sign. Yeah. Like, so it's just more of a feeling, you know? Yeah. So if I'm, if I feel like it's a particular person, then I will, Mm. I'll just talk. Yeah. But I don't normally talk to myself anyway, so, <laughs> so it's not weird. It's not that it's not weird, weird to you. No, this is like having a conversation, you know. People see but you walking like, past and, oh, she's talking to herself. Yeah, just muttering. <laughs> um, no, but like, I, I talk out loud because I remember things yeah, differently. Yeah. But like if I talk out loud, if I'll, I'll talk to a particular person if I feel like they're there. And I spend a lot of time. Well, I guess it's no real different than you know people having a conversation with their pet. Yeah. I do that too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I know you do. <laughs> um, but but, I, but me too. I talk to my dog. Yeah. All like you just say, hey mate, how's it going? Like you know, oh yeah, you want to do this? French. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that. I yeah, it's the same thing. But I do spend a lot of time in my own little, on my own. Yeah. And in my own head, mm. in a good way. Like I'll meditate a lot, and mm-hmm. I'll like sit and. Just think about things with my eyes closed or open. Depends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Like, so when we've, while we're talking about that on one of the previous episodes, um, I've since booked an appointment. Yeah. With that psychic that you recommended. Um, When's that for? So that's for, that's for August. Yeah. Mid August, I think. So when that happens or, uh, Check we can have a chat about that and yeah. uh, see what happens. And it's kind of, I guess, probably the same sort of reason that you would have gone. Like, not not that I'm... I don't know yet. Not, it's weird. I mean, probably a bit of a... Not a weird spot. Again, probably that common theme of a bit of direction would be nice. and um, Just an affirmation that you're doing Yeah, right I think so. Like, you know, doing doing this podcast with you and um, and having a chat to you is something that I've wanted to do not maybe not specifically with you like all along. Oh, no. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah. But you know the fact that, and then when we first spoke about it last mm. year when we were in Exmouth in that big little town, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, then I was like, oh, that's that's a sign of you know, all right, cool, let's get it done. Because I've spoken about doing podcasts with other people, and it just mm. never eventuated. And, yeah. Um, and like, you know, I talk about it with them and be like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. And then, you know, it would, happen. it just didn't, yeah, it just yeah. didn't happen because, you know, one of us wasn't free or would never be free. And even though now we still have those issues, but at the same time, you'll yep. text me or call me and be like, hey, when you want to do this podcast? Yeah. Oh, and vice versa. And then we kind of, yeah, we're like, even though we'll have to go through some hurdles of um, availabilities and making <laughs> sure we're both available at the same time. Yeah. But we we work towards it and then we make it happen. So... Um, doing this now with you is like that's a good for me I think it's a good um, affirmation that you're on the right path a little yeah a little bit and I you know it's just nice it's like a, a bit of a medicine a medicine you know like yeah you know it's good to have these discussions and anyone who like listens to it if, if they agree with what we're saying or you know um, you know or disagree with what we're saying or they can relate to it in a positive or a negative way Hopefully positive because, 
you know, if anything is negative, then we'd like to be able to turn it around into yeah. a positive. That's good. Um, That's because it's a good technique. Yeah, well, I mean, and I think the best way of, of confronting anything that is a possible negative situation is to discuss it or to at least have it out in the open and then, um, you okay. know, go to journaling or yeah. something like that. And yeah. um, another thing which I started doing because of you, yeah, I started yeah. doing that. So it's funny, I, I got up to work and um, and took a notepad with me and everything like that mm-hmm. and went to write, start writing down some stuff. I like got to a point up there where I was like, oh, you know what, I had, like I had a bit of a, a couple of moments there. One day I had a moment and then kind of, I guess, dismissed it. Uh, and then the next time I had that, I was like, oh, you know what, I'll actually make the time and I'll do this journal and went to write it down. <laughs> Opened up the journal, it was full. Oh. Like all of the notepad was all full of like old uni stuff and oh. like things. I was like, ah, all right. And then ended up just typing it out in my laptop and I've still have added to it since, which which is quite nice. And then I still, so now like when we were talking about it earlier, this discussion that we're having is, is I think is good and healthy and, and I understand that not everyone can have a discussion with everyone as open as they may like to mm. uh, because they might feel that they're getting judged or um, the, the person they're going to talk to may not be as understanding or as open as they might require them to be. Um, but if you're doing it in a journal or writing it down, you can, it's crazy because you're only on your own, you can say whatever you want. And I'd encourage people not to scribble it out. Maybe yeah. maybe put a line through it so you can say, all right, that's what I thought, but I maybe I've written it the wrong way. But at least have it there mm. um, so that you know what you're talking about. Um, but I've, so I've written it in my laptop because I was like, oh, I don't have a physical journal. I can write it down with ink. Um, so I wrote it down. And there's a, there was a couple of times where I've like backspaced some things that yeah. I've said, but like for the most part, I've kept everything there because even if I don't mean it in that way, what I'll do is then I'll just write another paragraph yeah, yeah, of yeah, what yeah. I mean by this is X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, and they're your thoughts. Like a lot of people don't understand that like everyone has intrusive thoughts and yeah. sometimes you just need to get it out and then you look at it and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And Am I a crazy person? No, I, like, I think I had moments even just a couple of weeks ago. I don't know why. I was watching telly or doing something. I just sat there. All of a sudden, I was like overcome with this emotion and like got choked up, but I have no idea why. I don't know what the trigger was or whatever. So it's just like, I was okay. Then wrote, started writing some stuff down and um, kind of bits and pieces kind of as, you know, goes back to a bit, maybe a bit of guidance that I might need or mm. a bit more, um, you know, where am I going with life and what am I doing and... Um, and it was just nice to, and before I knew it, I'd written like so many words. Uh, could have handed it in as an English essay. I could, yeah, hundred percent. I think yeah, I've, you know, I've got a few thousand words there now. So it's, um, it's your dissertation of life. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to read this and be like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, it doesn't need to make sense to know anyone else. Though, no, I, I know. Anything. No. Um, and I think, crazy. I think I, it was something that I, another thing that kind of encouraged me to do it is. I started watching like the Andy Warhol Diaries on Netflix. Oh yeah, um, I've not heard of it. it. Well, he's an art. You know, Andy Warhol's yeah. an artist and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm not really into his art, or I don't really. I've never really followed. it. I was just reading that. Oh, sorry, watching it. And um, 
and that kind of triggered me to start writing a diary you know and even though we'd spoken about it it just kind of reminded me because so many different things that you you talk about with someone you're like, yeah, yeah i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that and you just yeah. forget or push it off yeah i think i think journaling is one of the things that's definitely helped me the most mm-hmm. like just because you, you understand what you're thinking yeah. and you're feeling and if you don't then you work it out it's th- just that's it's definitely um definitely something that i can see like whenever whenever i've spoken to anyone that does it they've encouraged other people to do it or they've mentioned they go yeah it is a definitely a helpful tool Mm. um some people would say you know you need to make time every day to do it i definitely think that you do yeah Yeah. so and i'm i'm on that path as well but i definitely haven't made the time to do it every day um i guess and this is a i would say this is an excuse but this is why this is my reasons for it at the minute um is that you know because i work away i go from a pretty rigid structure mm-hmm. when i'm at work and then when mm-hmm. i come home structures out the window yeah i think i just need to make that time like you know whether it be first thing in the morning yeah. or you know when i'm not doing anything before the day gets away from me this is this i think i've said this before on the podcast like i'll wake up i'll do a meditation and then i'll journal mm. like that's that's my day so i know i'll get up meditate journal and sometimes yeah i'm lazy with it because people sleep in and like that mm. type of stuff but like even if you do it and it happens a few sentences or something like that yeah it's just like, write something and that's the thing as soon as you start you be like oh, it's kind of like i found that yeah you know go oh, i don't know what i'm going to write i'll just write something and then it just comes out of you mm. like if you know when people word vomit yep and when people don't want to go to the gym or don't want to go for a run or a walk or something because oh, i can't be bothered if you just put one foot in front of the other yeah next minute you know you've done five k's or something like that yeah yeah depending on you know what you're doing but as long as you've done something and then you can finish that day knowing that you've done that and you've got that sense of accomplishment i suppose yeah and i guess like some people start they'll do theirs right before bed mm. which i always used to think like mm, what if i've got someone over like i'm gonna get my journal out yeah. and like, mm, and yeah. start. but like it's i think healthy mindset and good mental health is attractive like if you are sure of yourself and you know and you're confident i'm going to write in my journal because it's a habit and i like doing it every night like like, i'm not going to be like hold on a second Dal, just stop stop what we're going on what's going on here and i'll um, write in my journal like it's just if it's a habit it's a habit you'll do it like you'll find time for it and i think like you said just putting one foot in front of the other actually just writing even if it's just a sentence a day mm. that's going to be better than nothing because you'll look forward like i look forward to journaling mm. i'll sit there for like a very long time speaking of habits mm. um have you been following the uh like <laughs> the, the whole johnny depp amber heard situation i have yes uh well my m- m- Majority of it, I have. What is, I haven't, and I only hear little bits and pieces from other people. Um, so. What's the situation, the only, and the most recent thing I've heard of is like her shitting in the bed, um, or her yes, pulling un- quotes on the, when she's habits. on, yeah. Shitting she's, in people's beds. Yeah, that's not healthy not for anyone. <laughs> not healthy for anyone. Um, so what's happened is, 
so basically she's they've had this marriage yeah they've had this marriage um relationship whatever basically um it was i can't remember how it started it like started on a movie set blah 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 they both had partners mm. came back together sometime later and then went on this like book like the, the launch tour for yeah. said movie yeah. i don't know what it was anyway so then um had this relationship broken up and then she's written an article for some magazine and not named Johnny Depp, but like insinuated that he abused her. Mm. And then the next day, Disney dropped him from Pirates of the Caribbean. So it's thrown his life into mayhem, basically. Yeah. So that's why there's been no Pirates so of the Caribbean. So he sued her for defamation. She's, yeah. So he sued her for defamation for 50 million. <coughs> and <coughs> she's countersued him for 100 million. Like, I'm pretty sure she's not even worth like a million. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But whatever she well she would be because she's got all of his stuff mm. like everything mm. and the most recent thing that i i don't have i'm team johnny you are yeah because just based on he reenacts everything like so he he's accessing his memories so he's like i was here i was in this position i was at there this mm. is what she where she just doesn't do that from what I've seen, she doesn't. She just says like, "I was on the edge of the couch." Oh, Johnny was there. I was on the edge of the couch. Like it's as if she's like remembering script. Yeah. Okay. But like a lot of people, I've seen I've seen some videos of people talking about on the edge of the couch on the carpet. You're like, what? Yeah. Are you on the I, couch or the carpet? Like, yeah. yeah. It's just I I'm now. I just see the memes mm, on TikTok, and yeah. I really love them. Which but, I think is sucked because that's gonna end up. Well, depending on obviously if it's a jury case, I don't know. It is, they yeah. can't. Oh, then they can't. They're not supposed to see any of this, and they're not supposed to let that affect their decision. Well, um, one of the witnesses got kicked out because for of that. that? Yeah. yeah. So they, the people that are on the jury, this would be a very tough six weeks for them because it's like a very long trial, yeah. and they wouldn't be able to have a conversation with anyone that they are close to because it's world news. Like, so everyone in their families and stuff would be yeah, watched. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. What's, um, so what's, okay, so then I guess leading on from that, what sort of, <laughs> like, what sort of experiences have you had that you've learned from in relationships? Have I, have I pooed on someone's bed? No, not that one. Well, I, I mean, I hope you haven't, but I haven't. not intentionally anyway. Um, no, unintentionally, nah. Okay, good. Good. Or intentionally, nah. Okay. I don't know. Nah. What, what advice would you give people for relationships, you reckon? Oh, I think we'll have to do a whole episode on this. <laughs> um, nah. What's a like a staple, a staple advice? Which sounds so, it's like quite cheesy, I guess, because like so many people have their own things. And Don't lie and communicate well. Mm. Like that's... Staple? Like, yeah, that's like... Don't... Like... Lies are always going to get found out. I think people get confused and I'm definitely guilty of it I've lied in relationships and it's come back to bite me in the ass not necessarily the lie has bitten mm. me in the ass like that's what caused the biting of said ass yeah. but the the issue with all of it is then there's trust issues because yeah. it's not so much the fact that you like what you lied about it's the fact that you lied yeah and lying like lying it's there's just no point like so say if 
I think we did speak about this slight, like a little bit in the first episode, but say I was to say, oh, um, tell me about this person. I'll always say to them, like, are you sure you want to know mm. about that? Mm. Like, is that not an answer enough for yourself? Like, mm. because... But the problem, I guess then the problem with that answer is then it leaves... It open to... Interpretation. And yeah. you kind of, if, if you want someone to know about something, you want them to know the truth, because that yeah. way they're not thinking anything. If they're an overthinker, then yeah. they're thinking about that. I was talking to a mate the other day and um, they were saying that their partner was an, an overthinker mm. um, and they, like, sometimes they would just have thought in their head, doesn't matter what it was, and they'd start niggling them about yeah. it. And you're like, come on, man, like, this is not, you can't have a go at me for something that I don't even know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Um, well, that's like, I think that, I think that a lot of people, and by a lot of people, I mean every single person on this planet needs yes. to work on their own self-development because like there is people that are 100% sure of themselves and then they get into a relationship and they have no idea what they're doing yep. Yep. with their life yep. and they're like, what? And then, like, yeah, I was, you can kind of see that and I think everyone's had a friend like this either doing it or has done it or has probably been the person that's done this. Yeah. Um, where like you say, you get in a relationship, yeah. all well and good, and then you might just disappear that from your friends or that person disappears. Yeah. <coughs> Which is fine <clears throat> in the sense of like, all right, I love that person. I want to be with them. That's all well and good. But don't forget your friends. Yeah. Because I think the issue is that that person who starts to consume, and sure, you've got a past that you may not always be proud of, and if you forget your friends that are involved in that past in a negative way, I think that's okay because that's part of growth. Yeah. And you grow out of people. Yeah, sometimes. and that's so that's fine. But at the very and then that comes back to that communication. Yeah. So you need to communicate with your partner, who or whatever that person is, mm. uh, honestly, openly. Be like, look, like I've had um, relationships with some people where I may have been in a relationship, not a relationship, but let's say I've had sex with someone in a friend Group. circle yeah. and I'm still in that friend circle and yeah. that person's still in the friend circle and that the person who I'm seeing now is like, oh, have you had sex with them? I'm like, I used to would say, no, I haven't because I would think, yeah. I think that lie is like, you know what, I'd rather avoid the drama of having yeah. to fight and try and stay in this friendship circle and mm. having to be awkward around that particular person that I've had sex with in the past, mm. but is now, I'm now friends with. Yeah. And I'm guilty of probably being a little jealous or insecure about mm. that type of situation as well. Um, but I've since learned that, you know, well, as long as you have that, and then, oh yeah, because then the, that would come back and bite you where should, they'd find out and you lied about it. Why would you lie? What do you got to hide? You know, well, yeah, I don't have do anything to hide. Still... I just wanted to avoid this, yeah. this drama that we're having now. But now the added drama is the fact that I lied about it. Yeah. So now, exactly. and then so since I would learned from that, I had another um, relationship with someone and um, they'd say, oh, have you slept with this person? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. And that was it. Like, and then I'd yeah. be like, yeah. And like, I would say, as a matter of fact, that was it. And like, we're not doing anything now. Like, we're still friends, we're still friendly. I can't avoid that situation mm. because I'm not gonna not hang out with the whole group because that just makes the whole situation even worse and more awkward for everyone involved. And then so you the are also winning by telling the truth because if that person then wants, if the person that you're seeing then wants to turn around and be like, 
well, look at you going off and spending time with that person that you've slept with and not spending time with me, then you literally are seeing them for them true self, their true self earlier yeah. rather than yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well... Yeah, well, I'm friends with them. I've told you I'm friends with them. We're not, we don't have any... Yeah. There's no attraction there or anything like that anymore. Yeah. So it just is what it is. And like, look, I understand. I'm not, I wouldn't go and hang out with them. If it made you uncomfortable, that like my, per, like my personal relationship... Depending on, it's weird, hey, because like if you made them uncomfortable, you'd want to respect their thoughts and emotions. Mm-hmm. But also, you kind of get to an age as well now where we're like, you know, this. If you people, wanted to you're sleep with have, that person, you would. Yeah, and regardless of whether I told you about it or not. Yeah. I could sleep with anyone. It doesn't matter. Well, not anyone, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, I could go and sleep with someone. But what's the point? And it could be anyone. Like, yeah. Like, what's the point? I'm choosing to be in a relationship. I'm telling with you, you about this, yeah. and I'm telling you about this. Why would I go and ruin that by being with another person? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we could do a whole. Yeah, I whole think episode. so. That's communication is. Uh, is that yeah? Massive. Same for you. What? What the? I said communication. Yeah, and... yeah. Lies and communications, and I guess they both go hand in hand. So. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing a. This is years ago when I kind of um, broke up with someone. They, he, and I was seeing a psychologist about it because, you know, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, why do I do these things that I do? Mm. Sometimes it causes a breakdown in a relationship. And I'd learned in that, that it wasn't, yes, I've done that. I'm responsible for what I had done, mm. but there was already problems in the relationship, yeah. which I needed to communicate or she needed to communicate. Um, so we could work this out to not so much prevent what happened, but just to prevent any bitter emotions. And so you, as soon as you get those communications out, so it'd be like, all right, this is, let's say for example, he told me to, the psychologist told me to write a list of things down that I would want in a relationship. Mm. And it wasn't just funny, love, mm. um, you know, gifts. Okay, because then you'd be in a relationship with me, for funny love gifts. All right, yeah. <laughs> so, but it was all specific, you know, it would be like sex this many times a week. Like not these aren't the things that I wrote or he yeah. had said, but he was, there were examples of it has to be sex four times a week or four times a day or yeah. um, I want to spend this much time with you, like this is our days, like, which sucks because then it turns into, it's almost then it's a, a, shopping list. a structure and oh, a yeah, regime. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that they're the sorts, that's the sort of things that you go, all right, this is what I want and you do the same thing. And then we have that communication. Be like, all right, look, okay. And then as long as you're not strict, but, you know, thorough and um, willing to be like, all right, and then don't let that get away. And then as soon as it starts to get away from you both, bring it back in and be like, hey, we need to sit down. And, yeah. Because it's, a, it's a, not so much, it's not just a loving relationship. You're like, you're, you know, you, it kind of turns into a, a, it's a, you're a friendship it's as well, right? So, yeah. yeah. I saw something this morning, um, a like a quote, and it was like, um, the best piece of advice that I ever got was, um, remember that the the warnings that you, the warnings that you ignore in the beginning of a relationship are the reasons that you leave in the end. Oh yeah. Like, cause it, cause it is like when you're in that comfortable like. Oh, we're getting to know each other. Ha ha ha. Oh my God, so funny. Like, don't worry about the fact that you go out on the weekends, you don't come home for two nights. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about that. You're going to get sick of that sooner or later. Mm, like, mm. it's not, you, just because you're acting cool about it, like, 
doesn't mean that it's going to... Well, it sucks because then, you know, and if that's the case, if someone does that, I would have no issues with someone doing that mm. as long as they communicated where they are, when they yeah. expect to be home or what they're doing or something like that. And that's not... Yeah. And it's not necessarily, it's not a control thing. I don't want to control someone, but it's yeah. more of, it's more of a uh, respect respect, and keeping yeah. someone else in the loop. Like, you're all right. If you say you're coming home, come home. Yeah. Don't just say you're coming home and then don't fucking come home, turn your yeah. phone off and like, don't see you for another day. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, and you know, like, but I don't think someone should say, oh, I'm going to be home by 10, let's say. Or, and then 10.01, you know, they're like, I'm yeah, and you go, oh, we're not home. And you go, all right, I don't even think that someone should have to say they're going to be home by this time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, you go, hey, I'm just out still. Or if, you know, you text someone, go, hey, I'm going to bed. Let's say you text yeah. your partner, whoever it is. Hey, I'm going to bed. Are you okay? Or what are you doing? Mm. Yep. Or vice versa, the other person go, hey, look, I'm still out here. I'll be home thing. Or if you're out, you don't have to text them to say, I'm still out here. As long as you're replying, you go, yeah, I'm replying. Um, Look, I'm still out, um, or you stay out longer and you end up staying at a mate's house. You know, you can't drive or mm. something. Whatever happens, just let the person know. Yeah. Like I've been in situations where I've been with my mates, and they've just gotten too pissed and then like not able to text their girlfriend or wife or whoever mm. it is, uh, and I've ended up messaging their wife or girlfriend and saying, "Hey, look, just heads up, he's here. This is what they're doing." Because yeah, if they can't do it, which is like that's on them, so that's not going to get them out of the shit. For yeah. not texting them, but it's but, more of to give their partner a peace yeah, of mind saying, yeah, look, he's here. Um, and vice versa, I've had, you know, where some guys may not answer their phone for whatever reason, whether it's they don't feel it, they don't have it on them, it's off. Yeah. And then their girlfriends or whatever will call me and be like, hey, where is he? I'm like, oh, he's here or he's left. He's on his way home now, but he doesn't have his phone on him or his mm. phone's dead or something. Yeah. Um, and I think that's especially... Like, obviously, as you get into a relationship, you have to set those boundaries for yourself and, like, whatever works for those two people that are in that mutual agreement and whatever works. But I guess that's probably one of the biggest things that... What are your thoughts on then? So people who will get into a new relationship and they might bring some baggage from their old relationship with them into that one. I think that that is why every single person on this planet needs to do self-development. Yeah. Because that... That way, they're working through whatever old issues and old baggage. And like, you can have baggage from like, yeah, like childhood mm-hmm. that you don't actually even understand has been an effect of you seeing your parents maybe interact or older older people interact in a certain way. Like, you having to work through that like in your own space and being alone and being comfortable being alone not only comfortable like look forward to being alone because you have time on like mm. on, on your own you're comfortable being it's so by i yourself. guess a lot of people are uncomfortable being by themselves because they yeah. race with their thoughts yeah you know doing whatever and they're constantly on the phone or yeah. they're constantly calling someone texting someone that they won't it's the thought of um oh, I, this podcast that i listened to was like um it was an american statistic though it was like um pe- like a group of people got put in a room and they said you have to sit without your phone alone with mm. your thoughts for 15 minutes or get an electric shock what do you choose and it was like 70 percent of people chose the electric shock really yeah Fuck. Okay. 15 minutes <laughs> yeah 15 minutes on their own 
Fucking hell, I'd love that. Yeah, well, I want the electric shock regardless, but like, I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd love 15 minutes of my yeah. own as well. Man, the amount of times I go out for a walk or something like that and I'll leave my phone at home or I'll just go somewhere, I'll go down and get a coffee, leave my mm. phone at home because I'm going to meet up with someone, I'm going to meet up with them and that's it. Like, I, I don't do it yeah, all the time. No, I probably don't do it as often as I should, but I think that that's, you know, I go, all right, I don't need my phone or I'll go out to like every Wednesday we have boys night, which... Boys night? Yeah, mate, we'll... We've been doing that for 20 years, yeah. like every Wednesday. Um, and it's not always the same people that go, but there's normally like a core, like four or five yeah. of people that will be there. Yeah. Um, and like the amount of, like I'll leave my phone at home and some of the guys give me shit because I'm on my phone a lot because I'm either working or something, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, yeah. I'm like, so I'm trying to be more conscious of it yeah. and have been conscious of it. And, you know, I think there's, that's part of that development. Yeah. As far as you know, definitely getting getting rid of that and losing the de- the dependence on it, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's hard to. It's hard because it's you know phones are such a big part of our lives now as well. Yeah, and they replace a lot of things. So yeah. They're, they're... Yeah, so you can look at it like you know I remember seeing a picture like two comparisons of uh, must have been like let's say it was the forties or something like mm. that. so before there was any phones around and it was a uh, a whole people on the bus. Mm. Everyone had a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And then there's yeah. one from this day and age where everyone's yeah, on the phone. Yeah. So, and I mean, this that is our newspaper. It, correct. Not necessarily reading news, but yeah. same sort of distraction. Mm. So. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, it's been a good chat. Has it's been a good discussion. Discussion about. Yeah. Talk to you next time.